Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of the Gregor's Ministries podcast. We have a very special guest. We have Marcos Nevis. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. So, <laughs> Marcos, I'm so excited to have you join us today. I think it was maybe one, maybe two years ago, we met you at the, the conference in Southeast Brazil in Sao Paulo. And uh, me and my wife, we were sitting right beside you guys. And not only did we have a chance to talk to you, but we also, you and your wife also shared some of the vision that you guys have been, you know, birthed in your heart for Verba de Vida USA and in Philadelphia. And so I'm so excited to have you on just to kind of share a little bit about your journey and what you guys are doing now. So again, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. Um, actually, as I said to you before, it's a really honor for us to, to be part of this uh, podcast. Uh, I saw, I watch a lot of them and it's really growing, you know, and uh, I'm so blessed to be here, you know. <laughs> we are so thankful. And I know that you have a, a tremendous ministry that you're doing here in America now. But something I wanted to uh, talk to you about was just kind of how you got started because I know it didn't just happen overnight where you found yourself in Philadelphia leading a church in Portuguese. So <laughs> I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your story and you know how God actually um, found you and how you accepted Jesus and just how the beginning stages were like for you. Okay, it's, it's, a, it's a long story, but I'm gonna try to some, some, do a summary you know, in a few minutes here. Uh, basically, I, I born in Brazil. Um, 18 years ago, and uh, uh, through my wife, <laughs> this is the reason uh, I love her so much. Uh, and basically, uh, in 2010, um, uh, the Lord gave me a, a vision. Uh, actually, I don't know yet it was a vision or a dream, but I used to say it's a vision. Okay, <laughs> uh, saying that um, I was I was leaving Brazil. You know, the Lord gave me like a open a word map in front of me, showing like a, a burning, like a fire in Brazil and showing like a lot of, uh, how can I say that, lot dots of fights leaving Brazil. Yeah. And he said to me like, oh, Marco, you are one of them. At that time, Josh, I had a great job. Yeah. I have a great life. I just moved to a new apartment. I just bought a new car and probably, you know, like in Brazil. Brazil, the cars are really expensive. I bought like a seven seats car over there. And I said, oh my God, I have a really dream life. Thank the Lord, whatever. And he gave me this, this a dream. And uh, really suddenly, like a, I believe like a, two weeks after, I received an offer to move to Canada. I don't know if you know about it. Yeah. Um, and basically what's happened, like uh, I just said yes to the Lord. Say yes, you know, like uh, as I, I knew that was a reason for the dream. I moved to Canada, and this is where uh, my life with uh, Word of Life Ministry start. Um, I, I love this minister because it's like a, it's a missionary minister. Yes. A ministry. Um, you know, like um, in 2010, one month later, when I moved there, Josephine Bianca, Pastor Josephine Bianca, they moved from Brazil to Canada, to Montreal to start a word of life in Montreal. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a blast. And you know, like, uh, as I used to say, like, uh, when God wants to bless you, he introduces you to someone. You know, there is a person 
that you're going to bless you and you're going to bless the person as well. And uh, my life is started there. You know, like uh, really soon I started to do uh, Rima, Quebec uh, in French <laughs> yeah. with uh, Pastor Ken Taylor. Probably you know him a lot. Um, Aiko, uh, John Madan, you know, that is in, in Europe. Uh, it was uh, amazing. You know, like a, that, that uh, Rima changed completely my life. Uh, and after that, in 2000, in 2014, the Lord started to speak with me and Rachel about our time in Canada was getting close to the end. And, you know, like uh, we, we are a part of the church, you know, we are part of the board of directors of the church. We, yeah. uh, uh, I believe we were leading the kids' church as well. Uh, but, you know, we came to Josephine and Bianca and say, you know, we, we don't know what's going on, but, you know, like uh, the Lord is speaking through us, like uh, our time in Canada is, is getting to the, to the end. Uh, they didn't, you know, get that, but now they know what, exactly what's happened. Uh, in 2015, we moved to uh, U.S. We moved to Houston. Uh, and there, as you know, at that time, 2015, there was no uh, word of life uh, minister, you know, uh, there is no church uh, here, but we just follow, you know, we just obey all the direction from the Holy Spirit. And we get connected with a church uh, in Katy, Houston, uh, Northwest Believer Church uh, from a pastors uh, that graduated in Rima in 1997, I believe. Uh, same vision, you know, same heart, and we get connected. Um, and just to, to go really fast here, 2015, the same year that I moved to US, um, I went to the uh, men's conference in Ramatosa, uh, calling arms. Yeah. Uh, and there I met Pastor Diego. Yes. It was a great time. I went with my pastor over there, but you know, like I, did, I believe it was three, four days. I spent the whole day with Diego. I didn't, there is, was not planned, you know, no church at that time. I believe he shared his testimony with you guys. He has go to one year plus, you know, to finish uh, another year in Rema. And uh, in February, 2016, uh, in the homecoming uh, winter Bible, we received the direction from uh, Guto, uh, saying that uh, Pastor Diego is going to be the first uh, uh, pastor from the first uh, church in in US, and just to be connected with him. And all they saw, you know, like I started with it, <laughs> and we moved uh, to to Orlando. And I believe you want to ask more things, you know, because this is this is absolutely fantastic, you know, because the way that I went there, I. I was working in Maryland here, traveling every week. I don't know if you want to have all the details, but, and now we are in Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, well, we, we love the details because there's a lot of people, and especially from Verba De Vida, and Mama Jan and, and Pastor Bud, they really have an emphasis that, you know, the work that started in Brazil is not to just stay in Brazil, but mm -hmm. it's to go out into all the nations. And so we are excited to just be involved and to be a, a part of what everyone, you know, from Raymond Brazil is doing because, uh, you know, you guys have a church in, I believe, Japan and there's churches in Europe. And we love that you're coming here to the United States because you guys are such great teammates. Mm -hmm. You guys are people that are filled with the Holy Spirit. You know who you are in Christ and you are, you have just a passion to reach people. 
and that's what what we love to see from all of you guys and i told diego when we talked that it's awesome to have you guys on our team and yeah. that he's probably very thankful to have you on his team from verba de vida as well that because i know it um probably coming to a new country it, it can be a little intimidating it's you know a new culture a new language there's a lot of different things to think about but when you know that the grace of god is available to us you do it with a a different passion a different boldness and so yeah i want to hear all the details because okay, nice. it's going to help it's going to help other people because um me and tanner when we were in brazil we talked to a lot of people that said i feel called to the nations but they didn't know how to start they didn't know where to begin and so that's really what i wanted to talk to you about is like you know if i feel called somewhere how do you start what's nice. the first step and nice. so you can feel free you know to kind of just walk us through what it was like for you to take that first step to go even to canada or, or take that first step together with your wife sounds great sounds good is even better that you gave me the opportunity to give the details because yeah. A lot of people uh, sees the walls in front of them and they said, usually they say, oh, no, no, now is not the time. You know, the, the wall is there. I'm not feeling comfortable. But, you know, I can tell you, if you want to be blessed by the Lord, you need to really come out from your comfortable zone. You know, yeah. this is the first thing. Uh, just to give like uh, some details when you move from Canada to U.S. Okay, just to start like this. <laughs> uh, Rachel was pregnant and she was 32 weeks. Basically, if everybody knows about that, uh, the first two kids was a C-section and the third one usually needs to be a, a C-section as well. Uh, everything set up in the hospital in Canada. You know, we, we were trying to do like a Rachel's dream was to do a natural birth. We found a hospital over there. She, all the eight months, you know, the pregnancy, she was there, she was planning the labor, everything and we moved to US. Uh, all, all the reports in French, everything in French. And we said the first thing, say, oh my God, how are we gonna do now? We don't know nobody. We don't know nobody in Houston. Basically zero, no friends, nothing. Just one contact with HR, just that. Um, but you know, like, uh, as you said, like uh, when, you, when you're moving, uh, on faith, you know, like a basically the favor and grace of God came upon us mm. and we just move, you know, we just move here. And it was funny because Rachel was trying to find her doctor, like a, you have a lease of doctor because you have a health insurance. And she said, Marco, you know, it's so uh, it's strange, you know, because uh, it's so weird because I have a list of three here that everybody said is the best doctors in the area. I live in Katy, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and she said, Marco, in my life, I never will choose this one here. Hmm. Never. He was like a 65 years old a man. Usually my wife just wants to go to the um, female doctors, yeah. you know, because she feel more comfortable. But she said, Marco, I don't know why, you know, I'm feeling that this is direction. We went there and just to, to do the summer again, like a, he was a great doctor. He received Rachel because it was 32 weeks, you know, it's pregnancy is it's a lot. It's almost in the end. The doctor usually like a, go to step by step. It's not all of them that really accept a new um, 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 person. And in the end, uh, he speak French. 
you know, basically did save us a lot of time to trying to explain. And that time Richard was uh, like a really fluent in French and they, it was funny, you know, like all the appointments because I was speaking English with him and Rachel was speaking French. It was a really great time. Uh, but just to, to give you guys like a, some, some examples, you know, what's happening because everybody think, I oh, know you're moving from Canada to US. It's pretty easy, you know. And by the way, I have a house over there. I was selling, you know, but we move even before sell because we knew that uh, the command was move, you know, to go. Okay. When you arrive uh, in US, Houston, we spent like a three months and uh, you know, like uh, we start to connect with uh, some people from uh, World of Life Ministry to, to talking about our hearts and what's going on. And um, I don't know if you know Glayson yeah. from Europe. Yeah. yeah. He, he like a, probably two weeks before the Winter Bible in 2016, he called me say, Marco, I don't know why, but I'm praying for you. They you know, I don't know what is in my heart now, but you know, I know that you guys moved from Canada to US. And, and by the way, I never met him personally. Yeah. Never. But I speak with him uh, for eight years now, <laughs> every, every month probably. Uh, and he's saying like, Marco, I want you to um, um, meet with uh, Guto, you know, to tell your heart, tell what you were looking for and everything. Say, okay, you know, like uh, if you are saying that, you know, like I uh, just go ahead and, and speak with him. And he did it. And at the same time, a, a lot of friend of us, um, Carol, from um, now she's in Campo Grande, I believe, church. Uh, she called Rachel, said, Rachel, I don't know why, but I want to call Sue Ellen, you know, and I want to speak about you guys. You guys are there. And, you know, we know your heart. And we, we were connected. And what's happening in the homecoming, we had that meeting with Guto. Uh, but we, we discovered that Pastor Diego was already opened the first uh, uh, church in in, uh, in was Florida that time. <laughs> I believe he mentioned that in the, the podcast uh, and said, "Okay, just connect with him, um, just just share, you know, like everything that you have with them, and and go ahead." And what's happened? Like I was living in Houston that time, and Diego was in Tulsa. And when he said, oh, Mark, okay, now I, I'll, go, I, I'll go travel to um, uh, Brazil. I'm going to spend three months over there in order to come back, you know, and uh, officially open the church. Uh, but I'm going to um, Miami area to check it out because uh, the church is supposed to be close to Pompano um, area, uh, Pompano Beach area, I believe. I don't okay. remember the name. Yeah, I, I remember the Coconut Creek that was the place that we found the apartment over there. Yeah. And we went there to, to check it out, to see the area, you know, and uh, I never really been in that area, like a Coconut Creek. I, I went to Miami and Boca Raton before, but never been the specific area that um, um, the, the minister was looking at church. And uh, it was amazing, you know, because um, when you come back to Houston, we, we, we look to each other, Rachel and I and say, ah, you know, I haven't felt that, you know. Yeah. I don't know if it's the time. I don't know what's happened. But basically, you know, like uh, <laughs> three, two months later, Diego calls us. Say, Marco, uh, are you ready to listen what I have for you guys and say, no, go ahead. You know, we're just expecting you. Did you, did you, <laughs> did you buy the ticket plans? Are you coming? Something like that. Say, no, 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 no. I, I was with here with uh, Anna in a government place. And the Lord spoke really hard in my heart. 
is not Coconut Creek, is not Pompano area. And say, okay, where is? And he said, Orlando. Oh my God. Do you know when that uh, fresh, you know, like uh, you receive that, like um, it was amazing. We looked to each other. I came to Orlando before he, he's looking like a 17, 18 years before or more than that. I don't remember exactly. And I said, I looked to Rachel and said, oh my God, is this? Yeah. Is it like that? Okay. After that, say, okay, now how can we do that? You know, because I was working in Houston and I'm saying I, 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 my visa was connected with the company. I cannot work for another company. Yeah. Say, how are you going to do that? And look <laughs> how God works, you know. I was walking. I was uh, with uh, Mia. Mia is my youngest. She, she born already. I was walking with the stroller and I was praying tongues, you know, yeah. trying to receive that direction. And Rachel was in some place. And suddenly the Holy Spirit just started to speak with me. Marco, the direction is you're going to move your family over there and you're going to be working wherever you are. Wow. And I'm going to tell you, how can I, Marco Nevis, husband of Rachel, <laughs> we're going to call her and say, I receive a direction, you know, we're going to move to Orlando to help Diego and, uh, and Anna to open the church. And I'm going to be traveling every weekend. I'm saying, I'm not going to stay with you during the week, but I'm going to be with you during the weekend. And I said, oh my God, how am I going to tell that to my wife? You know, I have three daughters. Yeah. Not, I have one daughter. I have three daughters. And I said, oh my God, how can I do that? How can I call her and say, okay, let's call. Rachel, I was here with Amia uh, walking um, and I received a direction from the Holy Spirit. We're going to move there <laughs> to Orlando and I'm going to be traveling every weekend. And she said to me at the same time, is this <laughs> is exactly that? I knew, I knew. And say, oh my God, you know, like uh, the reaction was not what I was expecting. Let's say like this, you know, yeah. but was absolutely fantastic because I traveled for almost three years um, every weekend, you know, in order to, to help um, Diego and Nana to, to open the church. And the biggest bless was Josh, you know, because a lot of people uh, talking about provision. Yeah. Because when you have a vision, you know, because the vision is from the Lord. The provision is associated with that. Yes. Because when I was thinking about, say, okay, I still have my house in, in Canada. I was still paying the mortgage. I was paying a, a rental in, in Houston. And now I need to travel, you know. And you know that the ticket flight is not pretty cheap in the U.S., especially Houston. Like I, when you cross... Uh, time zones is not easy and it's not yeah. cheap. When you are in the same time zone, I don't know why it's, it's pretty cheap. But what happens again, say, okay, now I need to know the direction, you know, in order to make this provision come towards to me in order to do this because, you know, I continue to have a rent in Houston, housing, housing in Canada mortgage and a new housing in Orlando. Wow. And, uh, and suddenly the direction came, you know. Uh, basically, the company offered me a position in Maryland that mm. is much more close than Houston. The ticket flight was much more uh, cheaper, and they, they gave me a raise exactly to pay all the ticket flights, 
all the uh, expenses with my um, my rental over there, uh, everything you know, like uh, that raise my cost. The Lord provide on this on this position, you know. And we were we we're absolutely blessed, you know, with that. <laughs> you know, something that was probably amazing to you to see was you didn't know how it was going to work out. You didn't know all the answers when you said when God told you go to Orlando. You didn't have in your mind everything figured out how it was going to happen, how the cost was going to take be taken care of, but you knew he was faithful. And so when we say yes to God and whatever he has planned for us, we can be assured, we can have a confidence that he's going to take care of it. And I think that's one thing as, as a Christian or as a missionary or just anybody in the body of Christ is when God asks you to do something, don't try to figure it all out in your head because you're going to have stress. You're going to have anxiety. You're going to be trying to make things happen. But whenever we just say yes and we start taking it one step at a time, then we're going to see his provision along that path. And, you know, Marcus, whenever God told you to go to Canada, you probably didn't know you were going to go to Houston and Orlando and Maryland. And it was just an amazing journey. And possibly if he told you everything beforehand, you would say, no, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> uh, you, you can call someone else. But and, and it's interesting, too, because there's a lot of people that are that have families like yourself. It's not just you that you're thinking about. You have right. to think about your wife. You have to think about your children. But when we do this, we have to understand that God cares about our wife and our children even more than we do. Yes. And so, you know, we, we can't, as a husband, you can't take on the stress of that. You have to kind of, you have to be able to put that on God and say, God, you've called us as a family to take this step. And I believe that you're going to provide for this whole family uh, and, and help me. And so once you, you went to Orlando I know eventually you guys, uh, you're now in Philadelphia. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So what was that? Yeah. So how long were you guys in Orlando helping out the church there? Yeah, basically we stayed there probably like a two years and eight months. Wow. And so after that, you guys were there and I know that church is just growing and expanding and so I've been excited to watch everything that's happened there. But what was it like whenever God called you out from, from Orlando? What was, how did that look like for you? Did Gutu call you or, or how did you kind of know there's something else next? Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's uh, what is amazing, you know, like uh, when you were obeying, you know, what he called us to do, because a lot of people just, Okay, my call is this one. I just want to do that. Yeah. You know, I believe the best thing, you know, like you can do it, like open your heart and yeah. serve in your local church. Yes. Whatever, <laughs> whatever is needed, you know, to clean the restroom. I used to say, you know, like in some one time when I preached, say, you are not able to be a leader in the church if you never really clean the bathroom. It's so true. You know, and, uh, and what is amazing about Orlando Church was like uh, basically starting uh, Diego's house and suddenly we figured out that the, the house was not big enough. The, the church moved to my house. 
and after that moved to another building and another yeah right now is in another building that is already expanded for a huge uh, warehouse and uh, you know like uh, the growth is 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 from the lord you know yes. but what is amazing you know about what's happened in orlando was we just serve say Diego, yeah. Anna, we are here to serve you guys whatever you need uh, and it's amazing because <laughs> in canada we serve as a key church a leader yeah. but my wife we we knew that our call was not really in kids church you know and when the church is starting in orlando rachel came to anna and said anna please ask me anything but don't ask me the kids church okay but suddenly you know and i come to us and say you know we need a leader for the kids church and it must be you guys yes. we accept that you know with yeah. the open heart i'm i'm saying we said oh please no but you know like uh, we need to be there to whatever is needed yeah. this is the people need to focus you know you don't need to weigh the pastor, call you, you know, can you help me? Don't do that, you know, just whatever you are, say, hey, please, where there is a, a thing to me to, to do with excellence, you know, please give me something, you know, because church needs, you know, yes. there is no uh, limit to resource to use in the church, I can tell you right now. Yeah. Uh, in what's happened, like in 2019, we start to receive that um, the, the famous um, uh, ignition, you know, yeah. about like, a, okay, the next move is coming. The next move is coming. And it was amazing. You know why? Uh, probably, you know, Brad Fluke. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He went in a, a service over there. I don't remember it, if it was a church anniversary or a New Year's Eve. I don't, I'm not going to remember that. These details I give to my wife, you know, but she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he gave me, a, um, he, he brought a prophecy, you know. I was traveling a lot. I didn't know him. I was in the front door in the old, uh, the former building. Like I was really far from the pulpit. And suddenly he said to Diego, say, hey, what is that guy that um, uh, was in the reception in the door? Bring him here, bring him here. Wow. And I went there and I, I, ne I believe I never really spoke with him before, probably just with a lot of people. And he, he brought the prophets, he say, Marco, uh, the, 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 uh, I, I see that you travel a lot, hmm. you know? But this travel is is getting to the end. You're not gonna you're gonna you're not gonna uh, travel anymore. Uh, and he said, uh, uh, "You are not moving." Something like that. He said, "You are not moving. You are not moving." What's happened that time? Because it's, it's interesting also about prophecy. You know, you need to take the prophets to you. You know, the prophets need to speak with you with something that you have already in in, in your heart. Absolutely. In the moment I received that prophecy, in my heart, oh my God, I'm going to move to a place that I'm never going to live again. This was the word that touched my heart. And everybody in the church received what? Okay, Mark, you're going to stay in Orlando. Yeah. You know? And this was amazing for me because when everything, you know, like everybody was crying, that thing, you know? And, uh, and when I arrived at home, I said to Rachel, Rachel, let me just tell you something because you need to, to get that. The moment that I received that word, I was not uh, basically thinking about Orlando. Yeah. What I received was, I, we're going to move in a place 
family together again, united again in a, in a purpose, but that place is going to be our place. Wow. And two years later, I had a chance to have a breakfast with a Brad Fluke and uh, Rosa Maria. And when I shared that with them, she went to tears, you know, <laughs> because even her said, Marco, I was thinking like at that time when he brought the prophecy, was talking about that moment. You're going to stay in Orlando. Say, no, this was never in my heart. And this is amazing, you know, when you, you share that as well. And, then, and, and in 2000, um, 2019, yeah, July, uh, we moved here. And it was amazing, you know, because the office that I work is in New Jersey. And I said to Rachel, say, Rachel, look this. Usually I, I work uh, far from uh, home, you know, but that time is going to be different. I want to stay close to the office. Yes. I, got, I want to really have lunch with you guys, <laughs> you know, and come back to the work again. And we start to look some areas in New Jersey. And, you know, like when you don't feel that peace, say, no, it's not that place, you know. And suddenly Rachel starts to look some, some uh, areas in, in Pennsylvania you know start to look some areas and it was amazing because the same day that she received the direction that we supposed to live in in pennsylvania i received also crossing the if you if people know philadelphia area i was crossing from new jersey to to uh, pennsylvania the famous uh, benjamin franklin bridge mm, yes and, and as soon as i i hit the top of the bridge the holy spirit told me like a marco Look the land that I put in your hands. Wow. <laughs> and was, I don't know if you have been here, but Benjamin Franklin, exactly, you can see the whole Philadelphia city. Wow. Totally. And the, the sun was hitting the buildings, was the most amazing view that I saw in my life. Wow. And yeah, and I move here. I'm like a one hour from the office, but I'm, I'm loving this place. I'm loving this land. I'm loving these people. I'm saying I'm, I've never felt that in my life. You know, I'm saying the way that we are right now in the place, loving yeah. people. It's amazing. You know, and I, I actually grew up uh, for, I lived with my family for about four years in Pittsburgh, uh, in Pennsylvania. So I wasn't in Philadelphia, but I know, brother, God bless you, the, the weather difference from Florida to Philadelphia, <laughs> it's a big change and, and probably a lot different than Brazil. But again, the grace of God on your well, life. You know I'm, I'm still with uh, some uh, great points here because as I live in Montreal, here yeah. is really summer during the winter. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. But there's, there's something to be learned a lot about what you were saying as well, because there's some people that maybe have been prophesied to or someone has told them something and they believe it to be true in their heart. So someone may say one day you're going to be a pastor and, and they believe that. But then when the opportunity comes to clean the bathrooms, they say, no, I'm a pastor. And so they don't want to take some steps to, to, to grow into it. And sometimes we think a pastor is a, a glamorous uh, position, but truly as a pastor, you are just a greater servant than you ever were before. 
Exactly. Because you were created to now serve all these people, the people that are now coming to listen to what you have to say, you're there to serve them and to give them what God has placed in your heart for those people. Yeah. And so the higher your position goes in Christ or the, or, you know, what we think is higher, you are just become a, gr a greater servant. Yeah. And exactly. so, you know, it starts sometimes cleaning the bathrooms and that's what I did for many years at my church. And I, and I think you have to keep a thing of, well, that's what I used to do, but no, I'm willing to do that right now. No matter what my title is, no matter what anyone's prophesied to me, I'm willing to do whatever is needed to be done. Yeah, and you know what is funny now, Josh, is uh, when the pastor wants to clean the bathroom, they fight against you. You know, <laughs> yeah. no, so you don't need to. You don't need to do that. You don't yeah. need to do. That. No, 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 no. Please, yeah. Let me. Let me be blessed today. Let me, you know, like I wash the restroom. <laughs> it's uh, you you have you keep that heart within you and that keeps you in a position to be able to really one hear from god but truly be in the position god puts you to be the greatest servant of his people and you know um i wanted to talk to you you know once you you did move and you found the place and you felt it in your heart this is right what was it like for you to kind of start because uh, there wasn't a, anybody there before you. You had to start from the beginning. So what was that like for you? This, this is a pretty good question, you know, and um, it's, it's, it's amazing, you know, how, how God does. Uh, I was, um, we moved here, as I said, like in July. Uh, and the first few weeks is basically like a, to really adapt to the place. Yeah. I'm saying you don't know even what is the, you know, like a, what is the drugstore, you know, you don't yeah. know. What is the supermarket? You know, what is the school? Uh, what do you need to do to transfer kids? You know, and all these kind of things. And like, oh, what's the power energy? Uh, the company? You know, I I don't know nothing about that. Yeah. And uh, and basically, what's happened? Like, I we we had the uh, opportunity to receive uh, Pastor Joseph, his wife, his kids, and his father and mother uh, visiting visiting us in September. You know. During like a July up to September, we were discussing with uh, Pastor Diego, you know, we are connected with Orlando, uh, watching all the service and speak with him like a, every week probably. Uh, but, you know, like uh, when I saw Josepha here, I, I was driving to change the oil in my car and uh, I called Diego and I said, Diego, I don't know why, but I felt in my heart to 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 do a service today at my home. Hmm. Esther Joseph is here, Bianca is here. You know that is a that is one lady also that was that was living um, uh, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. She connected with us. She came. You know she she played guitar and she sing pretty well. Uh, say okay, let can I can I just put everybody together and do a service. And he said, yes, Marco, pretty good. And he said, you know, also, do you, sh you should uh, honor uh, Joseph our lives, you know? Mm. You should invite him to preach. Wow. Yeah. yeah, say, okay, this is the basics, you know, honor um, yeah. the, the anointing. Uh, and basically it was this, I arrive, I change the car oil, I come back to home and say, Joseph, uh, you know, I have, <laughs> I have a surprise for you. <laughs> 
Uh, I would like to invite you. Let's let's do a service here tomorrow. I believe this was Friday, and uh, next day will be a Saturday. And um, I, I'm gonna invite a person that is living in the New Jersey area, and we just do ourselves. Yeah. And um, and after that, you know, we decided because we have that girl already, and I say, okay, let's do like a biweekly. You know, every two weeks, we, we do a service, just us. You know. And uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, in the Word of Life minister, uh, they call like a life group. Okay. It's basically like a, it's like a Bible study, you know, just connect people, put together, bring a word, you know, pray together. And uh, this is started like this. And suddenly, you know, you start to show up some people, you know, and one of the things that Lord told us, like a this vision, you know, this anointing, we're going to attract people yes. to be together uh, with us. And basically it was like this, you know, from September up to, I believe November was like a every two weeks. And after that, we traveled to Orlando uh, in October, I believe. And when you come back, I said to Rachel, Rachel, I believe we should to start do like a every week. Yeah, because we cannot hold that word for us. The yeah. word of God needs to go. The word of faith needs to go all the places. The word of God, you know, need to really reach people. And the reason that we are here in this area is just that, you know, is to yeah. reach people. And the vision is to reach every single people that speak English or Portuguese. Uh, and uh, we are so excited about that. Because we can see, you know, like a, there is Americans coming to the church right now. We have two wow. American guys. Um, and uh, we are so, so excited, you know. So it's, I'm, I'm assuming you guys do, do you guys translate English to Portuguese or how do you do your service? Yeah, as a direction from the Lord, because uh, um, mostly of the people right now is still um, um, Portuguese speakers. Uh, we preach in English and we translate simultaneously uh, to English. Uh, to, we preach in English and we translate simultaneously to Portuguese. Okay. Uh, but uh, we know that uh, it's going to be a time that is going to be only English, only Portuguese services, you know, because we know that uh, the translation break a little bit, you know, but as, 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 as a direction, that is two things right now happening in the church. First is the people that speak Portuguese breaking, you know, the, the wall of the English. Because sometimes the guys say, ah, I cannot speak English. You know, if you just preach English, I cannot listen. I cannot understand. But right now we can see that the people is getting the English even before the Portuguese. Wow. And this is... They're kind of responding to it before you translate or... Exactly. And I'm saying I, I passed that through in, uh, in Canada because the church was 100% French, you know. Wow definitely was was hard to get the first services to understand exactly but after that when you put that wall down you know say hey you know if the lord give me the land what is the what is the language on that you know it's, it's nothing you know it's that barrier just need to fall fall down and this is what's happening right now here people just start to understand even better the, the english you know and that's amazing it's amazing and you guys are, I know you, you have a vision. You said there's going to be sometimes it's just going to be English and Portuguese. And so you guys have a tremendous opportunity to keep expanding 
And what I love is that you essentially, you're an inspiration to me, but also to many other people because you're a pioneer. And by that, I mean, is you've left your country, you've come into a new culture, and you've allowed God to lead you and take the necessary steps to the point now where you're affecting people beyond just spiritually, but you're even helping them in natural things like being able to understand English or speak the English. And so the, the thing that we don't understand all the time is that our obedience opens doors for other people all the time. And so, Marcos, you and your wife, you know, saying yes to God has opened doors for other people. And I know that's going to continue to happen through Word of Life. And I love that, you know, you guys are not only in Orlando and Philadelphia, but now in Washington, D.C., uh, starting to work there as well. And, and I feel like you guys are just starting on the, the East Coast, but it's just going to keep expanding across the nation. <laughs> I, I can tell you, like, uh, once I, I had a, a vision, I was saying, like, uh, we are putting the church on the East Coast, and it's going to be like a wave, you know, yes. going to, through all the U.S. Because we know that uh, Pastor Bud received, uh, you know, this vision to all, all the U.S. Uh, going to have the Word of Life uh, church, you know. And I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about that. Yeah. But one of the things, that Josh, that I, I like to say also is, because we, we're talking about open doors and, um, you know, God, because our obedience, I can tell you right now, God is going beyond that. God is creating doors that was not even there and opening to us. And this is absolutely amazing. I can see, you know, like uh, the reason that I'm here in, Phil in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia area, is because he created a company, a new company in 2019 in order to bless my family, to be together and bless these, these people here. I'm, I'm so excited, you know, it's, it's amazing. But that's awesome. And that's encouraging for people too, because sometimes it looks like there's no way this can happen. But the fact that you can say God created a new company in a new area just to get me where I needed to be. That should give people confidence. You know, there's people that probably feel called to Africa or Asia and they don't know how it's going to happen. But no matter how it's going to happen, God's going to find a way and open doors, create a new company, find a way to get you where you need to be. But, you know, like Marco was saying, we've got to have that heart of obedience. That yes. means, God, wherever you want me to go, whatever you want me to do, whatever you want me to say, I'm available. And, uh, and so go ahead. No, no. I just, I just want to mention to you, like, uh, because everybody could see my life now and say, Oh, Marco. Yes. He, he has a job, you know, his life is, is absolutely fantastic. He doesn't have any circumstances. He doesn't have anything, but I can tell you right now, the only thing that can uh, put you firm on, on, on this word is the word of God. Yes. You know, and, when the, the, the circumstance come through you, towards to you, you need to understand what the Word of God says. Because I receive so many no's. I, has, I receive so many impossibles, you know, to be here today, but never change, you know, what I, what I have, uh, what God gave me, you know, as a vision, what He gave me, you know, as a direction. Never, nothing can change that position that I'm in right now. You know, because I'm telling like a, to be a foreign person in, in a country, you know, there's so many things, you know, that came, uh, came, came against you, you know, 
The only thing that you need to do is like a, keep the word of God in your heart. Declare the word of God every day. It's not like a just Sunday. It's not just during the service. It's every day, you know, like a, take some verses and open and say, oh, today, you know, I, I, I put some uh, verse here that I, I love and uh, keep me firm, you know, here. Like uh, everybody knows about that, Jeremiah 29, 11, yeah. you know. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, uh, to give you a future and a hope. You know, I'm saying everybody that is right now in a place and you're going to move outside from that area, you are a missionary. You know, yeah. you are a missionary. You need to understand that it's not the same it's not the same place, you know, that it used to be, you know. You're going to receive probably a lot of no's and you need to understand the culture. You need to understand the language. But this is just, you know, this is just going to happen, you know. like uh, <laughs> Absolutely. And that's one thing I want to encourage people because you can look at Marcos and say, oh, he's got a job or, or give a bunch of excuses. But that's not what made him successful. It was his obedience to what God had called him to do. And so no matter what your situation looks like, when God is calling you, I just encourage you to say yes to it. Whatever it is that he's asking you to do, no matter what position or title it has, say yes to it. And you're going to find yourselves in maybe five or 10 years down the road saying, how did I get here? How, <laughs> how did this happen? I, I never imagined this. I didn't even ask for this, but God, you've put me in this position. And, but it begins with your yes. And Marcos, I, we have just a couple minutes here, and I just wanted to really give you the opportunity to kind of share anything else that you had on your heart for the people or any word of encouragement that you had uh, just to kind of close everything down with and, and encourage the people. Thank you. Yeah, I just want to tell you guys, uh, you know, the Word of Life Church in Philadelphia, born on June 12, 2020, was in the middle of the pandemic. Wow. I'm saying... All, all the scenarios was, you know, like uh, everything is bad, you know, but this church here born in the middle of, you know, the crazy time for everybody. I'm saying this is what I think is really special. This is what the Lord wants to do in this end of times. But I want, what I want to share with you guys is, is one of the words that God gave me, you know. One thing is like when you're born again and, you know, you... Uh, the Lord conveys us, you know, from the darkness place to the, um, <laughs> the kingdom of his uh, loved son. You know, like uh, we are in the kingdom of God. But, you know, it's not just enough to be in the kingdom of God. We need to be part of it. Yeah. We need to be part of it. We need to do something. We need to act. You know, we, we cannot be just uh, stagnated. Is correct to say that? Perfect, yeah. Yeah, you just, we cannot be just in the comfort zone. Say, okay, I have a good pastor. I have a good leader. I have a good worship time. I have a, this is not enough, you know. We need to go out. We need to go out. We need to go to the world. We need to uh, preach the, the gospel. You know, we had a great opportunity last year, 25 December, Christmas Day, to take the means of the church. We went to Philadelphia downtown, the homeless area, and we brought 156 soups. Wow. We distribute, we distribute bags, we distribute jackets, you know, for the homeless. And I can tell you something, this is the people that we need to reach. 
Yeah. It's people that are dying, you know? I'm not saying just the homeless. I'm talking about everybody, but people that is dying right now. They, they could think like, I'm, I'm not good. My life is perfect. But if they don't know Jesus Christ, yeah. they are dying, you know? And this is what I need to do right now. We need to take our sleeves and <laughs> put up, you know, and say, okay, what can I do now, Lord? What can I do? What I need? What's the reason I'm here now? What I can help? What I can, you know? And this is what I have in my heart, brother. You know, don't stay stagnated. Don't say just, just not stay in a position to receive. Yes. Because it's better to give than receive. You know, Absolutely. the receive is just, is just a fruit. What, what you, what you did, you know? And I can tell like right now I'm, I'm, uh, I'm um, uh, taking some uh, fruits from the seeds that I sow 15 wow. years ago, 10 years ago, you know, it's not, as you said in the beginning, it's not just like a, it's not fast, you know, your life with Christ, you know, it's, 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 it's defined by seasons defined you know by cycles yeah you know but your position in him it's it's is the most amazing thing you know don't leave your flesh give it the directions you know yes. god is a spirit you are a spirit your spirit needs to give you the directions every day <laughs> yeah and guys we want to tell you just encourage you take what he just said to heart um, because, you know, as, as the body of Christ, we're not just to go to church and to experience God and then go about our everyday life like nothing's different and then go back on the next Sunday or whatever day. But we are to be people that allow God to flow through us. And yeah. so I'm, I'm so excited, Marcos, that you are on my team. That oh, we yeah. Together, yeah. brother. And so uh, we're, we're excited and want, just want to thank you so much. And, and also for Rachel for allowing us to have you for this time. <laughs> it's so quiet here today. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, thank you so much again. And we're excited to talk to you here again soon. Thank you, Josh. It was a pleasure. And I know that uh, Word of Life Church was blessed to have this opportunity to share what's happened here in Philadelphia. Absolutely, brother. Thank you so much. Love you. Love you Love too. Pleasure.